Welcome, Poggers, to another episode of The Pog State. I'm Atlas, joined by Valdez, Wolf, and Chronicler, and we're here to break down some playoffs. We have had a few playoffs already, a few best of fives under our belt, and there are two more remaining. The most important ones, deciding our next team going to Worlds. Of course, Genji have already qualified. We've got another telecom war, and possibly a different matchup in the finals, or... Exactly the same matchup in the finals. Fourth time in a row. Yeah. And it's always like, this is actually something really interesting that I saw. Um, Fion on Fire uh, tweeted this. It's always the four mid laners up against each other. Chovy, Showmaker, Faker, or BDD. And it's been no one else for so many splits now. It's actually kind of nutty. But uh, the Telecom War, gentlemen. Uh, Wolf, do you want to start us off? How do you think it's going to go? Paint us a picture. The upcoming telecom war, the one we just had. Well, maybe we should review uh, what has happened first. So let's let's just we can start with we could start with that. I, do we really want to go through the round one matches? No. Yes. They were not. We have good. to talk about Barrel. That is no. true. Because he's making worlds. So I mean, even though they lost zero three to Life Esports, and it was a pretty big disaster. Uh, I think that was. You was mean that me and you Ox mean who cast that one, or me and you? No, that was me. I bu- I casted both Homa series. Yeah, was, but wait, no, was, no, no, no. It, it, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't Beryl failing in the playoffs. It was him making sure he had as much prep time yeah, for the yeah, gauntlet yeah, as exactly. possible. Yeah, you don't have to waste time. I mean, you're already in gauntlet, so you're just trying to make sure. Okay, Kafka we, was coming out. We yeah, get no, out. Exactly. You got to get through your Honkai Star Rail phase, and then you get to prepare and be ready. So DRX will be in the first round up against DK. Right yeah. in the world's playoffs or world's qualifiers, so let's not get ahead of ourselves. Yeah, all IP sports they looked good against DRX, who were not trying because they're just waiting for the qualifiers. They, so, they, yeah, I, I, I was just gonna say that the tier list season, like, was maybe we overstayed that a little bit, maybe that didn't come true. Um, in the playoffs, except for this matchup, where it definitely came true. <laughs> no, it, yeah. it, it, did. it did. It's just that T1 moved up a, a tier. That's the only thing because Home Alive did not take a single game off of. Players better than them, yeah, and they also did not drop a single game against players worse. Yeah, I mean for 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 Hanwha and for, D, for DRX especially, like the tier list, the playoffs definitely came true. I think for the T1 series, obviously that was a bit different um, mm-hmm. from our expectations, but yeah, Hanwha, they also didn't really learn anything from their first series. I think we've seen a common theme of uh, our playoffs thus far that the teams that improved based on why they lost the previous match seem to look much better. Uh, T1 also just coming in very well prepared, knew exactly what their weaknesses were. And Hanwha, they just didn't really figure out what, what their weaknesses were, even though they 3-0 DRX. They didn't look like the greatest team while doing it. And then um, they just looked like the same team against a better team in KT today. We have to add the caveat of the fact that Grizzly played his very first best of five in his life in the LCK instead of ever having a chance to do it in Challenger. The guy comes up from Academy... Like, he was in Academy in spring this year. So, yeah. for the, the first week of the yeah. summer as well. Yeah. And so he did great in regular season. And I think with the pressure off, that was fine. But yeah. moving into playoffs, like, he's way too green. And they didn't really have anything that yeah. they could do about it. And also, he was the pretty obvious weakling. Yeah. He had a bandage around his wrist the whole time. I hope he's he had, okay. Yeah. Like, he you never know. It's, it's just like real sports, right? Like, especially in hockey, at least players will just play through injuries. They're like, well, it's playoffs. We have to play. Right, and hockey players are insane like that. But like, I would assume that um, pro gamers would do that as well. Like, even if they're hurting, they're like, "Well, you know, let me get through the playoffs, and I'll just, you know, 
get some Put treatment some after. Yeah, you know. So I, I, I have no idea how he's feeling. I don't, I don't want to make any assumptions, but I no, hope, I hope that's not hurting him. Yeah, I think we. Uh, I don't know. Was it you, me, Max, or uh, we saw him walk past after a game as well? After I think this was after the first series, um, and he was already complaining about it. And then for the next two, he actually had it wrapped up. Mm. Uh, I, I don't think it would have been the difference maker. I think that he was always going to. If there was a was a expected weak link, he was always going to be it, and he was. Mm. But you know, against against Peanut, against Cuz, against um, like I think really good junglers, I was more disappointed with Life and King, and then I was with Grizzly because I think Grizzly really underperforming and having a bad playoffs makes makes sense. Uh, I think Life and King and really not living up to the expectations they've set for themselves was more disappointing to me. I think that Genji are really good at uh, mentally booming opponents that they are better than. <laughs> and uh, I think we saw um, a lot of that, uh, well, before against Hama Life Esports. And then KT are also pretty good at it. Uh, just, well, I should just say Lahens is pretty good at yeah. it. Um, he is <laughs> so both Genji and KT kind of, they just got ahead. And we talked about the tier of the season, like Genji and KT are way above them, so... I didn't really expect Home Life Esports to do much after we saw the Gen G loss, to be honest. Yeah, I I want to like kind of like clarify what we mean when we say Grizzlies first best of five because like best of fives like a five game series that can be very long, very taxing. Like your champion pool is going to be tested. Like so, oh, what what counter pick we do this time? Like, is my champion pool wide enough to play this longer series? Like, that's not really what we're talking about here because they got absolutely stomped, and it was not even a five-game series. It was barely a three-game series. We're really talking about him playing in his first elimination match where it's not regular season. Like, this matchup matters. If you lose this one, you don't walk home and go, well, what, what can we improve for next time? It's like, that's it. That's my last game potentially um, for, for the rest of the year. I mean, obviously, he's going to have to play the gauntlet as well, um, and I assume he'll be playing in that one. I don't think they're going to get a new jungle player uh, for that tournament. I mean, they might, but I don't think so. They technically could, but, you know, it's cool like, one? this is the end of my year, basically, for the LCK, and I think that's mm -hmm. really what we mean when we say, like, it's his first best of fights. Like, it's the real first match where you're getting eliminated, because the and aspects of longer... highest pressure, yeah, right? exactly, because yeah. the aspects of, like, a best of five that we talk about all the time, where you do have to prepare really hard and, like, your champion pool is tested, like, that's that's not really what this was about, I don't think, in this case. No, we, we talk about best of fives for Grizzly in the same way that we talk about best of fives for aiming, you know, where just sometimes you get into a situation where there's a potential five games to play and you forget how to play League of Legends. And that does sometimes happen to aiming. It has happened a whole lot of times in the past. And I think it was a big narrative moving into today's match. Just a, a note for everyone, we're filming this after KT handily dispatched of Hama Life Esports. Um... In the series against T1, that was a big talking point because it did look like he was a little bit invisible. Yeah, before we move on to round two, um, do we want to... I don't really want to, but we have to talk about D+. DK were there. No, we don't. Do we? Yeah, I think mm. for a little bit. I think Cause we're gonna we see have to talk about it well. because they're in World's yeah. Gauntlet, and if they play like they did in this one against T1, they will not be there for very long. They're going to lose <laughs> the DRX. Like, that's, yeah, that's where... 100%. We're, if I they play they like that, I which I don't... Think they will. I don't think they will... I, I, you know, memes aside, uh, I'm looking across from me here most notably. I think that D plus should be able to at least win the first series. Um, <laughs> I don't no. know what you're talking about. There's no memes. <laughs> uh, there's no memes. 
it's it's not a meme. It's a that's fact. the thing. It's it's going to happen. It is yeah. the written truth. Feral is an But 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 I I I think that this also was already interesting series since that obviously D plus looked really bad, but also it made T one look worse than I think the next two series showed us that they are right now. Hmm. That's a good point. In that, I think the expectations for T1 after that series were pro- still pretty uh, pretty low. Yeah. But then, after the way they played against both T, uh, KT and, and, and Gen.G, it feels like they've, at very least, made a very sizable effort in jumping. They're in the same tier now. Yeah, exactly. Jumping back to the tier mm-hmm. where they used to be, tier yeah. one. And the thing about that D-plus series for me is, like, it just felt like the whole team, like collectively as five, just really dropped the ball in, for, in general. Oh yeah, for, and then uh, the T1 D plus series, like I, I, I felt like yeah, there, there wasn't like a specific moment where everyone's like, ah, see Canyon, he's finally exposed. Like it was just the whole, the whole roster just looked like they were a weaker team than it was T1 everyone on the day. I and think- that's that's a problem because that's not something you just solve by going, oh yeah, like we'll just change up the drafts and we'll figure this out. The shot calling is very poor. Like the shot calling is very poor. I'm really glad they played Kellen because I really felt yeah. strongly they needed to do that in this series. It, it didn't ultimately matter. Like he didn't. He, not that he had specifically a bad game. Like I'm not blaming anybody. Like I said, I think the whole team just can't be on the same page. Those team fight setups, the objectives were just really yeah. haphazard practically. I mean. It, it's got, we, we've got, we know this team is capable more. Like, I've seen it. We've all seen it. All yeah, four n- of us have seen it. No no one is jailed. Right? Like, we had Death dying in lane. We yeah. had we had Kana uh, giving up random kills. We had... No one's really calling for Thanatos anymore because it's like, well, we, you know, what are you we bring do? the whole squad up, but we can't yeah. do that. It's not just one guy, so... I also yeah. don't know whether, like, going back to that series with what we know now, I think, like, the reason why T1 beat KT was because of Zaius. And yeah. I think that that's also partially why D-plus lost as well, because they lost complete control of the top side of the map in every single game. I think that we didn't realize how on Zaius would be for these playoffs. Like, the guy has been performing out of control good. And weirdly enough for D-plus, Kanner has been one of their most consistent players. He was actually, yeah. feels weird to say, but yeah. he has. Renection's in the meta. True. <laughs> Um, a- Aatrox is back <laughs> as out, well, yeah. and so you know he used he used to he was a bit of a two trick back in the day, so that certainly works out for him. Um, but I think that you know Canna got completely stomped over and over again, but the team wasn't able to support him at all. Like Canyon just doesn't really play for topside; he plays for for mid and sometimes for bot and lane himself. and himself the yeah. majority of the time. And so Canna is often left on an island, and if Canna's left on an island with Zayas, he dies over and over again. Like, I, and I think that's the same for most top laners, right? Yeah, because Keen also got bopped, completely bopped by him as well. Um, and yeah. Doran kind of did, but the, it was different because Peanut played a lot more, I think, towards the top side and keeping him safe yeah. in a 1v1. Yeah, I think Zayas together with BDD have been the really big individual standouts. Like Zayas, Peanut, BDD. I think are like the those guys are playing. I would agree. Really, really yeah. Well, D plus. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen over the course of these few weeks before the the world's qualifier, but I I just don't think it's it's solvable. Like I don't think the issues can be solved. Like this is probably just it for this roster. Like see what happens next. Kind of feels like what happened to T one at the beginning of summer. 
where it was like, yeah, we kind of know what they're capable of, but they're just everybody's dropping the ball. We don't really know what the big issue is. Seems pretty mental. And then we found out about Faker's issue, and then he got subbed out, and it got even worse. But there was like a couple of weeks there where we're just like, man, this team just doesn't look good. And that's kind of what's going on with uh, DK. Like Showmaker, I think he's had some off weeks in the past, in the past bunch of years, but this has been like maybe his <laughs> worst couple of weeks. We saw like week nine, and then this match against T1, I guess. It's been really rough. It's, I don't know what's going on with it's him. It's been tough. Yeah, to, and he uh, actually didn't even necessarily look like the worst one because he was against Faker, right, who was also still recovering. Yeah, he did and fine. And in lane, yeah. it was okay. Yeah, he did fine in lane. Like, in week nine, though, he did not do no. fine in lane. <laughs> and, like, see, like I've, I've said this so many times, but I have to say it again. Uh, seeing his Jace just get completely dominated that in lane phase. That was the game phase, that like, you think about, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, that's, that just comes back to my mind, and I'm like, oh, my God, that is... That's that's not the guy that we're talking about in like contention. It's not for very best deep. And, no, yeah, it's not it's not, at all. And I, I do think that this is a D plus roster where if they end up making a uh, like T one did, kind of a miraculous recovery. Of course, T one had actually Faker coming back in, and then plus the yeah. work they put you need in. A catalyst. Yeah, you need a catalyst. Um, it, you know, I, I I I could see it. I could see them still end up being fourth seed if they play to their level and and overthrow Hanwa down the line, who I think will be the one fighting for fourth. I do think that T1 or KT at this point seem much more likely as uh, a third seed, whoever ends up losing that that battle. Um, because we know the ceiling of this team, but they haven't really given us a reason if to believe that they can hit that ceiling, I think, uh, in like the entirety of summer, yeah. really. If, if they also agree with like my sentiment that this is like just not fixable, like they've clearly identified the shot calling is a problem. They put Bible in, didn't work. They put pulled him out. They like put it back in again. I wonder if D plus actually sit down as like the management and the coaching staff sit down and go, maybe it's time to play lucid like and give him a shot and like start screaming with him every day because you got to be doing that like right now if you think that's going to be the answer. Put lucid in and be like, all right, we're going to scream with him every day. We're going to see if maybe he can actually change the, the early lucid. game. I was going to say like, like pull bay and Thanatos probably. I mean, I don't know if pull base is just because is of the answer. general synergy. I also think Canyon or uh, Kana is, is too like pivotal to this roster right now it used to be like showmaker canyon like that's it's always gonna work but now i'm like it's it's that's definitely not working and that's all you have to rely on so to me i think lucid is the piece i would put in but regardless of who they put in like just you've got to start scrimming them now and like seeing if it's gonna work like right now you can't suddenly decide or like put lucid in for one game because that's not going to solve it like, do you know clearly, what you do I, I know exactly what you do you just plug deft into the challenger roster that's what you do because then you don't need to work on synergy because Def just fits, and that challenger roster has Wait, already pull, got. Pull up oh, okay, else. you mean yeah, yeah you mean basically leave Def and pull everyone else. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Oh. that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. So I was you're like really confused at first. Down and bring up Rahel. I was like, yeah. oh, what? Mm. the exact opposite. <laughs> yeah. But like that—that's what you'd get. Yeah. I'm saying like you plug Def into the challenger roster and use that. In I mean, it, yeah. it, w it wouldn't be completely without precedent because T1, don't forget, debuted Guma in the 2020 World's Gauntlet. Mm -hmm. um, and it didn't end up working out, but I, I, I think that might be an angle. Otherwise, yeah, I, it, it's so hard without anything that like procs the, the honeymoon period to come back from how to how rough this team has looked. I think that, the honeymoon period yeah, buff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean like it's a real it's a, a real thing, return. right? Like we, yeah. no, I mean, we've we've seen funny. it with uh, so many teams and like how much difference an individual player can make. Yeah. But we've also yeah. seen like that when there's no, less pressure like on KT's challengers team when they were played against Live Sandbox like they just had they were super yeah. excited to play that series they did extremely well they played very well 
you put players who have nothing to lose into situations like this or relatively comparatively nothing to lose like they often overperform and i i i feel like if you're going to take a risk and d plus astronomers with bible that they're willing to do that maybe maybe they got to start scrimming now maybe maybe they are but yeah. if they just put that same normal D plus roster, and I've got no hope because it's just which it's, is what I think. But the issue yeah. is, yeah. it's with the new format, right? They have just the one best of five, and if they lose, they're out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have to um, win. Two they have in to win row. two, but they have to win that first one too. So either you do it like right from the get go, or yeah, you yeah, might for just sure. Lose that yeah, that's what one. I mean. Like for the whole qualifier, like and you got to be screaming them now and and make the decision. Like we're gonna do, th- we are doing this. Not I like mean, we're honestly, thinking about it. Like it's like we're doing it. The problem is, is it's a moot point because their season is done. Because they're against Barrel. <laughs> and Barrel is winning right. well. I knew, so, was, like, I knew it was coming. Yeah, uh, I thought about doing it, but you know, yeah, let Max do it this time. Yeah, th- yeah. thanks, Valdez. So, KTT1? KTT1? Number, <clears throat> round one. or It's round two, but it's round one between the two teams. Yeah. So, this is the first time that they met. Um, and it went exactly the same way as the last time in spring. And it was dope. Hmm. And it was, a, it was, it was, a, it was a good series. series. Outside of some of the work putting the champions together on the rift, yeah, but I which, do think uh, left a little bit of de- it, to, to be desired. It was the best, uh, best of five. I think Genji T one was a little worse with how a lot of the games played out than I mean KTT one. one was also very one sided. <laughs> Almost every game was yeah, super actually yeah. right. So only game five actually. I, I take T1 it back. Series was better. Never mind. I think Genji T one was uh, was a little bit more interesting. outside of the vein incident. I mean yeah. that was that was interesting. I like seeing we had an Ezreal completely destroyed. As well. Like imagine playing that the, champion. The Ezreal, <laughs> the, the, Ezreal, the Ezreal incident. Yeah, yeah. and Ezreal it's actually Galio. it's it's kind of funny because the only time I think that picking Vayne is okay is into Ezreal. <laughs> so mm. if you had a mind controlled aiming to pick Ezreal again, just pick the Vayne into it, and then you then you're okay. I, I really felt like um, KT looked really exposed. And if we go back to our last. Pogstead episode where we were kind of talking about how like when's KT going to disappoint us and I felt like if they just went straight to the finals through the upper bracket like they were going to lose the finals 100% to the team that like improved yeah. and then they lost this series came back today albeit Hanwa a very much weaker team like I think we all agree but I think KT in this series um, aiming's champion pool got pinched really hard he looked very out of sorts and like they they clearly looked like they were shocked that they were going to be losing this even though some people have come out and said like Oh, T1 was stomping them in scrims. I, I literally don't care about that at all. Personally, I don't value that information at all. I Scrim think they, they seemed pretty... Um, that got me Comic Sans. Yeah. That's that's where the scrim box will lead. So I, I, I personally <laughs> felt like T1 had a good read on KT. KT, I think, got a little bit mental boomed in the series and weren't playing at their best either. And then they came back with really nice draft adaptations um, in the, the follow-up series today against Hanwa at the time of recording. And like... All of those games that were one-sided felt like they were winnable for KT if they just made less mistakes in the mid-game. And that's what we saw from KT when they lost to Genji last time around in the lower bracket finals in spring. It's like, oh, you were almost there, but you couldn't quite do it, and there were some aiming issues. But T1 looked really good, and it's crazy because I think T1 is so on point with how they're playing right now, even with bad drafts a lot of the time. And even with Faker looking like he's half of, of who he can be. You know what I mean? Like, Faker is not having good laning phases. Their their drafts are sometimes pigeonholed into making it work for his him. and still has been pretty bad. His, for, like, personally for him. Yeah, in lane. Yeah. 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 But, but like, that's probably because he's commanding the but he's, of his But he's, he's greeting super hard for, like, plates and Too getting away micro. with it sometimes. Like, I, I actually feel like Faker has been, outside of his hands, like, pretty on point with, like, the, some of the calls he's making inside. Like, he's just been... 
left to his own devices to get like inner turrets and stuff like that. Um, but T1 showing up in a big way, I think, shocked KT. But weirdly enough, I think if you're a KT fan, like this is the series that you needed if you're going to actually lift a trophy. Yeah. That's kind of my takeaway from this one. Chronicler? You look I, stoic. I, yeah, I, I'm, I, f- I have a really hard time rating what this means because we don't know what's going to happen in the upcoming series. My gut feeling is that the core issues that KT face in this series, I don't think are going to be fixed when it comes to the next two. And I don't. I, I could see them beat T one. Wait, in, against T one? What, yeah. what core issues? Uh, the fact that if if you have a AD carry that has a deep enough champion pool, which I think Viper does, but Humble Life drafts, I think have always been very basic. I think T one pinch lands. That should work, yeah. right? Yeah. Which <laughs> well, he did. He did yeah, yeah, mind controlling to play Gallio. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, that's that. that, that, that <laughs> I'm talking that, about today, but, but yes. No, I know. I agree with you, but I think that. Um, Specifically, the fact that uh, you will be able, if you're willing to go deep enough in your own champion pool, which I think Guma, for all his faults, is is relatively willing to do. Oh, yeah, you can play Vayne. Well, obviously, that was a disaster, but like uh, things like Samira and Nila are still on the cards, which I think helps a lot. Aiming and debuted Nila. He's yeah. actually a pretty good Nila. Yeah, Draven as but well. he, yeah. The Dra- yeah, Draven also Oh, that adds. terrifies me. But, oh, Guma, well, that's, Guma, yes. Yeah, yes, Guma, yes. yes. Well, that's my, yes. Well, well, <laughs> well, that's my point. I do think that Aiming's effective champion pool is worse, and I also think that if Aiming is the guy that KT is relying on and, and the draft gets warped that way, I think T1 always, always wins. The bigger issue, though is that I think that Zeus is, with a large margin at the moment, the best top laner. And I think that today's series, Keen was fine, but I, I, I don't really think it was about him. If Keen ends up getting put on tanks and Zeus gets to uh, play carries, I think that that will destabilize the point, uh, top side to the point where KT lose so much because they have not played with a losing top side for the entirety of the split. Don't get me wrong. Like, I think this matchup is a free to one way or another. I think this will be extremely close. Um, in the, 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 the lower bracket final. Mm-hmm. But to me, even with all their faults, I think that specifically T1 really match up well. I think it's a triangle. I think that T1 match up really well into KT. I think that KT actually have a winning matchup against Genji. And then I think that Genji do well into T1. I think yeah. that I kind of like I have I have that vibe as well, and I like it's really all mm-hmm. the all these free teams you can I can see win realistically depending on like form of the day like did a, I think it really comes down to like is a player feeling good like did they sleep well um, are, are are we just does Doran like in the last uh, finals right get like the first free plays go his way and he gets a boost of confidence and he smurfs the first games before they I think it's like small stuff like that that's going to be the big difference maker. Because I think that all these teams are good enough to win. I think that um, I think T1 are getting away with it at the moment. That's what I'm feeling. I feel like like because of this massive resurgence that Zeus has had and Carrier has had, especially, has led to people incorrectly working out where they're supposed to put their power. Because I think that like T1 loses a lot of their strength if Zeus falls behind. And we haven't really seen too much of an example of that. I think KT absolutely have the ability to play towards topside. Put Keen on something that can just win lane and then park Cuz there. Because I don't think that Faker can hold his lane against BDD. I think BDD is the best performing player in playoffs at the moment. And I don't think that it's even close. 
And I think that the bottom lane, if left to their own devices, is the best way for aiming to ever perform. Because he needs to have as little spotlight on him as possible and then everything's okay. If there's disasters going on elsewhere, aiming's generally all right. So the the thing that makes me feel differently to that is what happened today in the Hanwha series where actually, like, aiming and Lahens just crushed and aiming got super far ahead and they just put Keen on tank duty and, like, Keen was, like, totally fine with that and was absorbing pressure. And, and Kingen did kind of make some errors up yeah. there on the top side, especially that third game on the Aatrox was really pushing his advantages way too far, let's say. But, like, the fact that they feel confident to put Keen on tanks and then just play through bot and aiming and Lehens are such an insane duo in terms of their early kills and how much uh, power they have been able to ga gain there. I actually think aiming has this reputation for being like, I'm only the late game and Lehens is always not here. And so, like, that's how it is. And I think most of the time it has been that way. But I think they have proven, even in this recent series, that they can do it the opposite way. And Keen's on tanks. And then, like, he gets two kills early. Aiming gets two kills with Lehens early. And then it's like... Well, now it's all about aiming, and there's all the game is super lopsided, and Keen is going to tank it up and have really good engages. Um, his Orn game today was really good. Yeah. Like he was like pushed out of the pit, and he's still like long range engaging with his Orn horn and that dragon fight. Um, that was what inspired me to think that KT learned a lot from that T1 series and just said like, okay, like let's see what happens if if we just play more through bot and like have lanes actually kind of stay in the lane and do stuff. <laughs> what about the other side of the coin though? Like the fact that it's now Cuz on carries. That's been the result of Keen being on tanks. Uh, like, I think that, like, unlocking Cuz to, like, just dominate the jungle and elsewhere, yes, he was against Grizzly today, which is easy to take advantage of, but I also think that Owner is a huge weak point for T1. Yeah, they can play through. Valdez, you've been I just, somewhat um, quiet. Yeah. I just think that KT weren't really ready for T1 in the second round match, and they got caught off guard in the second and third games. Like, they stomped game one, and I think they were, like, uh, we're just so much better than these guys. And then T1 really stepped it up. They proved, okay, we are a Tier 1 team, but it was already a little bit too late. And I think, like Wolf said, like KT had some time to, you know, reconfigure, kind of, uh, you know, change up their style a little bit. But I also think that Hamalife Esports didn't challenge them at all. So I don't really take much from the series at all. I'm just like, ah, you stomped Hamalife Esports. They're not really a match for you. Like, T1's, Doesn't mean anything. T1's much yeah. better. Yeah. So, like... I, I don't gain confidence by aiming play well playing well with like Lahens and like stomping the bottom lane even though it is Viper in life. Uh, I just feel like it was a huge team diff and like there wasn't really much to garner from it. That's how I personally feel and I think that um, the next time T1 and KT match up, KT should have the advantage. I would say. I think that uh, I, I I think I'm kind of with Max on this. Like I think there's just too many things that you can take advantage of and KT will be ready this time. Um, Atlas mentioned, it was mentioning Cuz just a moment ago as well, like with him on carry junglers. I feel like that was the style that KT did best on in spring. Yeah. We had that meta where it was like, you're either weak side Zeri on bottom or you're like the hard strong side Lucian. And then there's like the level three prio with Elise. And we sometimes saw even with Sejuani with Cuz, Poppy, obviously, um, and Viego where he's like making dives happen. They were even making it work on red side and like going in there with a red buff and stealing that away when teams were mostly just doing it on blue side when they had that prio, pushing into blue buff. But like... KT seems really good at that, actually. And I, I think you're really onto something on that. I think that KT kind of remembered that they have this in their wheelhouse in this series today against uh, Hanwha Life. And Owner does look very out of sorts. Like, that was the biggest weakness I think T1 showed in that Genji series is, like, they're winning games despite Owner a lot of the time because he looked super uncomfortable on some of those picks. The Sejuani game really coming to mind, obviously. Yeah, yeah for, for me, 
I, I, I think I, st I have actually still have no idea what I'm going to end up predicting for that. The mid jungle, I think, is extremely heavily in favor of, um, of KT, obviously. And the only thing that I would be worried about is that something we saw today as well was Kazka. Did he play Fiego in all three games or two? I forgot what no, the I final. No, he played Kazakhs. Kazakhs, well. there you go, yeah. in, the, in the third one, yeah. Um, but the, 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 the Viego Sejuani, I think he is like hard carrying on with owner's form, the draft in that way might not matter too much, but I do really heavily favor, uh, the both side lanes for T1. I do think Guma and Karia now that Karia is back online, provided they don't pick Brom or Vayne, but like the Brom, <laughs> they've, they've, the Vayne I thought was, was, yeah. is, is mostly funny because it was obviously bad, but also that. They didn't really do that before. But the Braum, they have actually been going to, to the point where we were joking. I think this was on the desk, like when they banned the Braum. The enemy team banned Braum. And they, we were like, why? Why, why would you do that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah because, because as good as Karia is, I think the team does not function with him on not engaged for obvious reasons, particularly because owner is playing so poorly, right? So mm. if your jungler is not engaging, like, do you want it to just be Faker? Like... I think no. Faker should be held back from engaging because I think it's one of his biggest weaknesses at the moment on, like, Azir. Well, I actually think that, like, if the rest of his team was performing, then him well, taking out that mantle is fine. Well, then it then it would be, yeah. yeah. But I think right now, uh, carry on engage, definitely. Uh, and, and I think, again, uh, when it comes to lane performance, Guma and Carrier have really stepped it up. Carrier is obviously the biggest difference because he was basically non-existent and now has been kind of smurfing it up. And then top lane as well. But if mid-jungle... If they don't get good matchups for that, and I think that KT do have a, a decent amount of picks, like for mid jungle, particularly with how well BDD has been playing, where they can get an edge, I think the rest of the map will just fall apart. And the fact that side lanes are in T1's favor. Just take um, away Jax, take away uh, Zaya, and yeah. um, maybe like uh, Rella and Alistair, and then yeah. like maybe Pryo pick that for your no, side. You ban Maokai, Zaya, and you win. I think Maokai, Zaya, and Malkai's, you win. yeah. Here's here's yeah. a third pick. just strong. I mean, third, it depends on what side you're on, but like, pick, I think I those think... two. I think those two picks are like, you got to take them away, and I think T1 will lose a lot of power. I think the third pick that I think teams should ban against T1 that no one seems willing to do is just ban Azir, like literally just ban Azir. It's or like all fakers playing. Into it. Yeah, no, I, <laughs> yeah. I think I don't think you have to ban Azir. I don't think you have to, but I think they lose a lot, especially if you're not being able to especially play. Especially if you're KT, because BDD has what three really good counter picks in Yeah. I think that like if you pick if you pick Azir into <laughs> the BDD, classic. then you just get right. There's no winning. It's it's, yeah. it's it's horrible. You can't pick it into him because he will have a lot of great counter picks, and you can't pick it or let him pick it because he's obviously really really good at it. And with his form right now, I I the more I talk about it, the more I'm like I think it'll be a KT like three two three I might one. Even go three one. Because I think I'm three zero. I'm, right now, yeah. I'm, three zero I'm not guys. a three zero again. Yeah, because <laughs> I because I. The, the, the main, is just as excited. mentioned, I think the side lanes... <laughs> I am not. The, I think the side lose, lanes are... I'm going to predict it. Oh. KT's going right. to lose, but I'm going to predict that win. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, I'm not... Uh, anyway. Side lanes in favor of, of T1. <laughs> Mid-jungle heavily in favor of KT. And if T1 can find a way, I think that they are a lot more clutch than what KT have shown. And then I think that they can take the series. Um... But otherwise, I think that BDD and Cuz are just a little bit. Way I, too I think we all kind of unanimously agreed and did agree last time we thought about the telecom war um, that when we guessed that KT would pick T1 and they did. Like, yeah. I think we all kind of have the same feeling about this series, except we're like have a little bit more faith in T1. But you think on paper, if KT actually play well, 
they're the better team. And I think we're kind of like, okay, they beat Hanwha recently, like, when then we remember in our brains, like, no, actually, KT is really good when they're playing at their best. And, like, for me, I, I just feel like T1 out-clutched them and, and Amy looked a little bit uncomfortable and they didn't really have a backup plan on that last series. But I, the more we talk about this, I do kind of lean, lean towards KT just being the stronger team again and, and taking it this time and going to the finals they couldn't get last time. And, you know, I just... I feel like the drafting for T1, I, I, I feel like I'm kind of alone in this, but I really didn't like their drafting in the Gen G series. They won despite it, in my opinion. And, uh, I was with you on that one. <laughs> I, 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 I agree, but that. I understood it. Does that make sense? Like, yeah. I understood why T1 picked all the champions that they did, but then I also didn't like it. You know, because it's like Zayas going back to his NAR, and that's great, and they've got like Zyra Khan. felt like because- they were giving up a lot. You know, like yeah. sometimes yeah, a lot yeah. of times you were like, ah, oh, you know, like T1's draft is like, all right. But then like you look at the other side, Genji got like everything they ever wanted. So it was like, you know, their, like, bad is, their, their, their draft itself, like the five champions isn't bad, but like the 10 champion and all the bands and stuff mm. kind of was like, eh, I think you can it's the humble navigate situation this well. Where you have a good draft better. on paper and then you look at your opponents, you're like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like when you look at the drafts of Genji yesterday, you're like, I know exactly which patch this is. Like if you just took at those and then you look at like T1's draft, you're like, what year is this? Like, <laughs> is this like 2022 spring or something? You, you know, like, you yeah. look at the T1 drafts and you're like trying to figure out like what what exactly happened here? It's like but, I wonder if Hooney's gonna flash at level three with this nah, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh but, wait, it's not twenty seventeen. <laughs> oh, okay, never mind. But at the end of the day, I mean they were able to execute on it and you know, they ended up playing through it and you know. Oftentimes we were like, oh, I don't think this is going to work, but then they made it work, so credit to them. Like the one they, time we they, said... <laughs> they used the comfort to their advantage. Yeah, that's the thing. The, the, in the Vayne game, we were like, this doesn't look like it's going to work, but we're not going to say that because we've been wrong every time. <laughs> and then we didn't say it, and then it didn't and work as we crushed, expected. We yeah. just were silent about that one. Um, yeah, that that I, I truly believe if they didn't pick that, that Vayne, if they actually did something standard in that draft, like they might three actually one. be in the finals, like straight up. Like, oh, 100%. It's, yeah. it's done. Like, I would nah. agree. I, the, I, I opened Maybe. all the websites then with like .co.kr and looked at what the Korean community thought about the Vayne pick, and they were even angrier about it <laughs> than the Western fans. I was like, I all mean, right, well, I think everybody's one? on the same page it was 2-1 t1 they were two games in a row right yeah and they had like they could have picked siver like we were calling for the siver a lot and then they just picked vane we're like what is going on i i think like they could have won that game i don't know just because of the pick but you know yeah i think the the pick was definitely bad but i do think that that game was very like it was very lopsided on the top half of the map as well. And the Vayne didn't really solve anything. And if it was a Siver, I don't think it would have substantially changed. If that they cha- being said... If they if changed the Brom, though, then I'm... Then I'm that, if they changed the entire... Yeah, it's like it wasn't lane, just the Vayne, it was the Vayne Brom lane where I'm like... Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. then, then I'll be, if there was like, I don't know, don't remember the exact, but it was like Carrier Nautilus. I think like, could have done like Siver Leona. Yeah, then, there were a bunch of so then, support picks that were pinched, but yeah. like it was potential. Then, then, I, then, I, then, I, then it would be with it. But I also, Siver Karma for the movement speed. No, that's not the champion. <laughs> the Mantra Inspire yeah, and On the Hunt combo. I actually think that fast. if someone would, if someone like picked Vayne in my game though, like I'd go 0 5, like because I'm so tilted that mm-hmm. someone picked Vayne in my game. You know, so you're like busy I, being spotting. Yeah, you you'd ha- you have to be looking out, mm-hmm. and then it's uh, then it's very hard to concentrate on what you're doing. But yeah, I think that that was egregious. But I also think that uh, I don't know. You end up in that situation in a draft, then things have definitely gone very wrong. Don't brom. Don't do it, kids. I just think Faker has pulled so many resources in the draft because he just can't play 
hard to execute champions very well right now because it's the first pick injured. Azir yeah. in that one game. That's why I, I do wonder, like, if they, they ban Azir, what does T1 do? <laughs> like, what do they do in the draft? Like, it's it, it becomes a really interesting question. Like, can he play Talia right now? Like, no. Can Is he going to play Yoni? Yone? Yoni? Yoni? Uh-huh. Yoner. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't think you ever have to ban Sejuani into T1 right now because Owner looks uh, pretty uncomfortable, and I don't think Faker can play Yone right now. I mean, I, I, may, I maybe he'll prove me wrong, and I'd, I'd love to see it, but I just don't see it. Happening. They also really like picking like half a permafrost activator with Sejuani as well. Just Nar. tilts me <laughs> yeah. out of the planet. Makes Jeez. me very upset. I think if you're yeah. if you're I think <laughs> if you're yeah, yeah. if you're a really good Sejuani, if like Cuz does that, I'd actually be okay with it because I think that as much as the value can lay in her permafrost, like she's also just like level four Sejuani is actually really strong, right? You can actually invade like mm. if you're playing into like a Maokai or something. If you're really good with your ultimates, but if you're not any of that, which right now yeah. is the form owner is in. The well, cooldowns are pretty low, so you're kind of just like always flailing. And yeah, yeah. I mean, frosting, champion is just and, yeah, it's just, it's just good, strong and also good champ. As as is often the case, uh, we have seemingly remembered this playoffs that you can counter Zaya by picking, you know, Zeref or, or or any form of poke. Um, maybe we can remember that Sejuani has counters as well, so we don't have to promo banner anymore. <laughs> just a trundle in the way, aren't we? We just really want to get there. I keep, I keep, I keep. I mean, it doesn't even have to be trundle. There's a bunch of other picks as well where you can just, you know, put it down early and so fine. Genji also banned <laughs> LeBlanc against Zeka every game, and mm-hmm. so I thought like Genji had this feel. I know, I know Zeka is like pretty decent LeBlanc player, but like Chovy's way better at LeBlanc than he is at the moment. I would say like massively better. And they kept banning LeBlanc, so in game one, I was like, we'll see, like, are they going to make pick up the LeBlanc here? Like, do they think this is actually good? No, absolutely not. It was, like, mm. never going to happen. I was like, oh, you don't have to ban this against Faker. You don't think you can play it right now. Maybe Chovy's going to show some cool stuff like uh, we saw from them in week nine. Nope, nope, no, no LeBlanc. That's just dead. And I'm very happy about that. But I was I was wondering, yeah. like, if that was going to be also, a thing. Also, Nico's kind of gone yeah. as well. well I think it depends. It, it, it actually is a specific, like, team fighting counter pick mm. now as opposed to just winning everything all of mm. the time. I think it's actually a really interesting pick now because like now finally, instead of like just randomly pop lossing and never getting punished for it, like ever, you actually see like you need to have a bit of like finesse and timing and like Mm -hmm. hit those ultimates. Otherwise, you're just going to fall behind and die. So we haven't really talked that much about Genji yet, um, who I think are just going to win again. Do we just all expect KT to win? Because we kind of like roundaboutedly talked a lot yeah. about lower finals, right? Through like what we've seen so far out of T1 at least. Well, yeah, I, like, I, I expect that right now. I, I, I expect yeah. it to be, I do think it'll be very close because I think that on paper KT, I think has it should like free one. But I think in practice, that's not what will happen because I think that they will make the same mistakes that they made, not just because they're not expecting T1 to be good, Three, two. but because I think this team struggles in high pressure situations. Um, yeah, this is also going to be on its Dajon. It's I was going to say, so, like, it, the is, pressure is, it is in fact Dajon. Yeah. Mm. Um, and let's not forget that KT, which was a very different season, was also favored last time around when they faced Gen.G. Um, mm. And then they got free one as well. Yeah. Why were they favored in spring again? We really liked their, like, uh, bot pushes with cuz like i think we were all oh, kind of like oh yeah cuz is really good right now he's going to be better than peanut because peanut was also having a shaky end of the he season was. and pays hadn't general, been tested yeah. on a big stage also yet. that mm. yeah and then that was irrelevant entirely yeah because <laughs> he was like the best and then he gets mvp yeah. um but yeah. i i i think that we did a yeah we, we 
talked about it extensively, right? I would lean towards KT, but I do. I think I think it's closer than because you're leaning three one, three one. Maybe I'll go three two. Yeah, I'm not 100 percent sure what I'll ultimately decide, but yeah, I, I think it is really like what you mentioned earlier about how it's like did they eat well that day might be like the decider yeah, because. Not- a lot of the ways that you have to quantify the series because of how crazy our playoffs have been and how much it has been on the day form that you just you just don't know until until we get there and it's yeah. like really hard to actually make an accurate prediction maybe here. I don't like, think there's a correct prediction. Yeah, maybe it's like I the agree. first series that Faker actually is like I'm back. Is back. Yeah. You know. We don't and know. Then, and then all the T1 fans are going to be like you guys should have known like you weren't you weren't talking about like a veteran what did that one the guy say? The veteran shot yeah. caller. <laughs> didn't, the you know, clutch, the analysts don't factor the in clutch the factor? veteran shot The veteran caller. factor, yeah. yeah, the veteran yeah, factor. yeah I'm like, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Well, um, it yeah, could yeah. happen. Mm. It could happen, though. Doesn't veteran such as BD Chovy. Doesn't mean we have to predict it, but think, it might happen. Just I think it's disclaimer, a... I think it's really easy. I think it's just a 3-0. I'd actually just... I just don't see it being interesting. I think it's just... like Because KT have made the adjustments. They... Are not going to get taken by surprise that also from a T1 happen. that like turned things around, and they made the adjustments in draft already. Like, I just think that it's kind of done and dusted, and I think that that like the sum of the parts on KT just outweigh that of T1 at the moment by a large enough margin to make the aiming factor not even all that relevant. Unfortunately, that's just where I'm at. Mm-hmm. I don't know, and I'm I like I'm very happy to be wrong. In this I mean, situation, I, I, like very happy to be wrong, but I have this like, I don't know, sinking so, feeling in my mind that it's just going to be a three zip. Do you think, because that's, I think, why the reason why we're leaning towards a B more competitive. Do you think T1 has now made the jump? Because we've been talking about tier list season for the entire... No. You don't think so? Okay. So I think, I that's, think, the core, fifth. I yeah. think that's the core difference. You think they're fifth? Like below DK? Where were they on the standings again? Fifth. Yeah, fifth. Yeah, there we go. I think they're the fifth place team from the regular season. And they I are. Think that, like, yeah, no, they are. You know? True. So you, and they were that before, like, Faker left? Like, here, and here's D a plus have fallen, right? But mm. I think that they've fallen to about the same. So basically, I think what Max is answering this question almost, but, like, do you think the reason why T1 is in the losers' finals is because the teams they played against underperformed? No, I, be, T1 I think that T1 have been underestimated. Because I think that KT and Genji just knew that they were better, and KT got caught. Mm. Genji almost got caught, and then they're like, "Oh bloody hell, we got to turn this around." But because they Vane low. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And thankfully, thankfully that happened. Brom's fault. Yeah, and I think, I think T, I think uh, KT also Eames. like had a horrendous first take on how to draft. Like mm. it was just real bad. I, I do kind of feel like T one. We're getting a little bit of a, a narrative buff in a lot of people's minds right now where it's like, oh, the return, like, is this it? Like, is this T1 actually the best team in the LCK? And I, I think on paper they're not. But if the other teams don't respect them or if they also don't show up and play their full potential, then, like, the winner on the day moves on, you know? And that's yeah, what we've yeah. seen already. That's absolutely what I think happened for T1 and KT. For Genji, I think, I guess, similar. Yeah. Yes. But the, the T1, KT one was more obvious. I'm like, KT are just not playing well. Yeah. They're not drafting well. Like, I don't know. I didn't like it at all. For, for me, the main reason why I think that, why I do think that T1 has made that jump is because if it's one best of five against KT, I could be like, they're overperforming. Like, we know that the players individually are capable of. I do think that Zayus is uh, insanely good and actually gets close to BD. I think BDD is also my number one player. You're like, is. okay, we know how to shut yeah. him down. Like, which, we know he's going to be the guy to shut down. Which is fair. But I do think that the fact that they also went five games against Gen.G, to me, solidifies a bit more that they should be 
that it should at least be a closed series. But mm. I don't know. I think it's a it's a really cool series. I'm really excited to see what happens. No, I think it's uh, I think it's really interesting. I also think that the pal like so there's a test that you can do that's called the Hanwha test with mm. the top two teams that we have in the LCK, right? Like how did Gen G dispatch Hanwha and how did KT dispatch Hanwha? And Gen G, I mean three zero. KT, three zero. <laughs> You know, yeah, and so you're like, looking on paper. Pull out the magnifying glass. Yeah, you pull out that magnifying glass, <laughs> and actually, Genji is still waiting for game four because they're down two games. Like, yeah. I actually think that Hummer Life Esports won two out of those three games. No, and then they threw them they away. Won the one. first no the first game was was a pretty insane draft gap for Hanwha. I, I agree yeah. like I, I they didn't play it out well but it was and it was not like game 3 where it's like whoa oopsie daisy yeah, I guess accidentally draft. got 3 yeah. 0 the but draft like, Genji was just a better team though yeah, yeah. um Genji was was a better team but I also not think in game that two, like though. yeah um <laughs> that that game was like an absolute steal and so I think that like KT did look stronger against Hanwha Life Esports weirdly enough and they also looked really stable because like with, so I think Keen was definitely a weak point against T1, but they were trying to play Cuz on facilitator and Keen more on uh, carries and things like this. That was their mindset. I think Cuz plays way better when he's taking the front foot. I think that suits them in the matchup against T1 so much more. And Keen is really good at navigating team fights if he is on tanks. And I think that he can also try and mitigate uh, Zayas, if he can set up Cuz for Gank's top lane. And I think that then you just play through your top side win condition. Zayas feels under pressure to make plays, keeps feeding, and then you win the game. And that's not uh, any slight to Zayas, because I think Zayas has to be the one to carry the game. Yeah, I because nobody that. else can. Yeah, so he targeted So he has to be neutralized. So. Yeah. And I, you neutralize him, and then it's done so. And I think if we just played devil's advocate for what the finals would look like if T1 went, like we just got an insanely recent data about this matchup specifically, where I think T1 looked outclassed in draft, and then on the rift it was about better form on the day. Like how how did each individual player perform? But I think Genji obviously learned a lot from that series. So I think we can kind of say, okay, if T1 go to the finals, Genji definitely wins that one, right? I would say. Like I think collectively, everybody. I'm agreed. leaning. I'm leaning Genji either way. Even yeah. if KT make so, it. It's weird because Genji beat T1 3-1 last time, right? Uh, in finals, yeah. yeah. But mm -hmm. they lost to them in upper oh, bracket. Oh, T1 beat them 3-1 in the upper, upper bracket. Yeah. yeah, and so and this then, time Genji are going in with the victory. And then Genji 3-1 KT in lower bracket finals and then 3-1 yeah. T1 on the... Which I do, I do, I do uh, still firmly believe that there should be a bigger advantage. I think going to Daejeon and playing first... Bracket, is a huge um, leg up. I actually yeah. think whoever whoever like wins the first match in Daejeon wins the second one. So yeah, just KT. always lower bracket. I'm predicting KT or T1 if uh, if they're the ones. Whoever makes it. Whoever makes it. Through. I, I mean, I think, I think the momentum's yeah. too strong. <laughs> yeah. No, so I, I I also do think though this year and and Chronicle was kind of talking about this earlier about how like these teams match up against each other. This year, KT seems to have had Genji's number, like in terms of the individual yeah. matchups. Not just obviously there was the loss, in unless the there was the static shiv. Yeah. <laughs> so if there's there was a static that, shiv that you can't buy, then we're, but we're in, screwed as KT. And lower bracket finals in spring, like they choked, I think, and I think we all really felt like KT was going to win that. But um, otherwise, like it just seems like it's a really good matchup for these two teams. And we talked about it before as well, like when we were expecting this these matchups and stuff like that with like BD, what BDD does that Chovy doesn't do in team fights and, and all of those those factors 
Um, just makes me feel like if KT does go, like I at this moment in time, we'll see what happens against T1, but at this moment in time, I would massively favor them as well. And I used to be the person who's a, like not a believer at all about like, ooh, they got the extra day in the venue, and so like they're more warmed up, and like that gives them an advantage. Whereas the, I used to be the guy who's like, no, the other team 100% gets to watch them, prep, rest. That's way better. But I think history has shown us, based on what we saw in the last uh, finals as well, that like getting to adjust to the venue, being able to know like that crowd pressure, et cetera, et cetera, especially for KT, as Chronicle mentioned, is a team that does sometimes crack under pressure with this roster. I think it would be a huge boon for them if they beat T1 there, get the revenge. It's like, bam, we just beat the team that dropped us to lower. We fixed our problems. We're familiar with this venue now, the stage setup, et cetera, et cetera. And then they come in learning so much and then beat Genji in a matchup they're already pretty favored in historically this year. I mean, only in, only in summer though, right? Not in spring. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah. I think it's. I think even though, like, I don't remember the exact um, score lines that happened in the regular season in spring, but I do feel like stylistically, and KT was still ramping up in regular season, right? For uh, like round one, they were like, mm, but round two yeah, of spring, yeah, they were yeah. like, oh, okay, this team's really good. I mean, in, in summer, I definitely think so. But for me, the the, the reason why I'm feeling it's it's Genji either way is because the consistency of this team has been, I think, kind of overshadowed by the fact that they're not very flashy in, in many ways. I don't think they have the... I think that KT often come out with drafts that have a very strong identity. And mm. I think that the highs of particularly BDD and Keen in the regular split haven't really been hit by anyone on Genji. But if we look over the course of the entire year, internationals notwithstanding, I think Genji has been always contesting for the very best. And I think the fact that they have, are a team that can go down like 3k gold in game five of a of, of a best of five and not be bothered at all and not be budged to me is so tough to deal with because the amount of games where i've seen the core unit doran pinachovi go like peanut getting out double out cs in the early game and then still have a bigger impact in like the first skirmish in the first team fight um i weigh that really really heavily yeah, I also think that uh, the bottom lane, you know, Lens is really good, but I don't have much faith in aiming, to be honest. But like, I don't know. Like, he performed well today against Homo Life Esports, but that doesn't count. Um, Pace had that Aphelios <laughs> T1. That Aphelios game where he performed well, but he also looked very weak. Pace was definitely series. Yeah, but I, weaker, I still but think that wasn't. when the pressure comes on and he's in the grand finals, I think he's just going to go robot mode and just I mean, play really well. I think he's just going to be more consistent. I'm kind of with Chronicler, like, this is part of why we think Genji is going to win. Like, I also do agree, even if KT do win, I think Genji will win the finals. So, Are we assuming that Doran plays the same as last finals? I don't think. No, I don't think you can ever or, assume that. No, of course, no. I was gonna say like, <laughs> no. it sounds like you're dangerously that's, that's, assuming. No, of course, that's that. not. I think not a, I think Keen in yeah. like, has been considerably worse than he has in the regular split. So one, I don't know if Doran will be a liability, and I don't think he has been a liability this playoffs. I don't think he's been great, but he doesn't really need to be. When you go down the Sometimes. list of all the matchups, to me, hmm. the only matchup that goes that I put like the Jinji logo in is Jungle. And it's, like, not even a huge diff. Like, I think Peanut's impact... I mean, we all here voted for him first in All-Pro, like, so I think we're all on the same page on this one. But, like, when I think about Doran versus Keen in a best-of-five right now, I'm going to assume... I think it's a safer assumption to think that Keen's probably going to be the better performer of those two players. Mid, same situation. Bottom lane right now, I'm watching Aiming and Lehens be by far the best 2v2 duo in the LCK, like, by a huge margin. Like, Kerry and Guma haven't been able to, to put up the numbers that they are. 
and I look at Pays being underperforming, and I'm like, it doesn't feel like there's really an angle here for Jinji. I think, it, you, like, you can say that what happened last time in the finals was there. Like, they upset, they, they performed really well, the pressure didn't get to them, whereas it did to T1, absolutely. So, like, I, I'm just not ready to predict, though, that Genji's going to do it just because they did it before. I mean, and the, the pressure I mean, is going to be that. I, I, I think, think Genji are also really opportunistic. Like, they find angles to take games back. Like, they don't need to, like, win lane, win game almost ever. And, in fact, it feels like if they do win lane, then there's less chance that they're going to win the game. It's really weird. I also don't think you can look at it, like, lane by lane in this case. Yeah. I, no, I do agree, yeah. like, you know, some of the matchups, like Keen versus Dorian, a very obvious one. BD versus Chovy, like... Seems like right now, probably. I mean, I'm not talking about Chobi lane for BDD either. I, I mean, like, in team Like, team in terms of, impact. yeah, like, uh, yeah. Um, but also, like, even Guma and Karia, before we realized, like, Karia's back, like, they were 2v2 winning against Saming Lahens. And, like, I also, again, like, I don't think winning against... And, like, Viper can do whatever he wants against Humble Life Esports. Or, not Viper, but Lahens can do whatever he wants against Humble Life Esports because he was just allowed to in, yeah, a, team, in a team way. Like, I think that... You know, Delight Connect. did insane against T1, and I think he's going to step up alongside of Pays, and they're they're not going to be a liability anymore. And like when that happens, I think Genji are just the best team but when it oh, comes to like hmm. just across the board. I mean, it is, it is it is it is very close, right? Like any any team that is currently in like I think could you could come back in from the future, tell me they'd win, I'd be like I could see the angles depending on performance of the day, depending on. Yeah. Which is why generally we're all kind of on the same page, but like this time it's like yeah, it two is, of us it, are for Genji, two of us for KT, and also it might be T one. Like we also yeah. kind of give them the credit. Which like that cool. could also the, happen. the way that I'm like yeah. trying to like get to is trying to define who should win, and then accepting whatever will happen will happen. Right? Mm -hmm. Like because I actually don't think that this prediction is going to be correct. Like I just I don't know. I feel like it can just go either way, which is the nutty thing about how this series goes because so much of it comes down to form and like like understanding of opposition and like all of these like nuanced yeah clutch factor nuanced factors and also like does cuz get a smite in game one like is there a specific smite that he gets or doesn't get to put him in the right mindset moving forward through the rest of the series like there's like i feel like it's one of the series where like, even uh, the first one, right? The Telecom War. I think so much of this comes down to really, really close things. Uh, and and it makes it weird that I'm predicting a 3-0 for KT. But I think that whoever gets off on the right foot really gets off strong. I actually, I was literally, like, coming to the same sort of, like, mental conclusion as you, like, while you're saying that as well. Because I feel like if it's a, a one-sided series, it's because KT won. Like... I don't yeah. see a, I don't see a world where KT actually clutches it out in game five like silver scrapes and KT shows up and actually wins the series. I don't see that. I see Genji. They're the team that seem to be able to do this. And even though Doran in the past has like messed up lane and then just been boomed for the rest of the series, like he's not really like that anymore. Even if he has a bad game, like he can bounce back pretty well. I feel like for the rest of KT though, especially Cuz and aiming like and Lahens to a certain extent, but Cuz and aiming like have a bad game. It's like. Can you yeah. bounce back in that series? I don't know. Um, yeah, except BDD. BDD is perfect. He is. Yeah. I <laughs> just want to put it <laughs> yeah. out there. Yeah. Yeah. KT are 4.75 players because BDD is 1.25 and yeah. aiming is 0.5. <laughs> yeah. like, it's, not, it's not an equal factor, whereas Genji are like 1, 1, 1, 1, 1. <laughs> that's kind of how I feel. Ooh, but that's 5 versus 4.75. Yeah. Oh no! It's kind of ah. Yeah. So Genji's gonna win. Ah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. But I do think lower bracket is OP, and maybe the t uh, 
maybe I'll end up predicting depending on how the lower bracket looks. The same. It's, it's, even if, if, PT if one of them wins, I'm probably still going to NG. I mean, I, I, like, I think that Gen G to me is such an I mean, interesting it's team. It is. It is. It's not, <laughs> sorry, because <laughs> it's not risky. It's. I don't know. Rating Gen G is so hard because if you look at their performance over the last two years, they've been so insane. And I think that swapping out obviously uh, Ruler and Lens for Pace the Light has changed a little bit, but not really. I do think Pace is worse than Ruler. I think that the Light is. Probably worse when it comes to versatility, but I do think he's been so worse good. Worse at cheerleader it, as well. Sorry? Uh, worse well, at yeah, yeah. I mean, Lens, Lens brings what only Lens can bring. I mean, right? Delight's kind of bringing a little Lens energy recently. Actually, though, recently, he has yeah, actually yeah, been yeah, getting yeah, a bit yeah, hyped. It's true. It's true. He has been stepping it up. But I just think that if we look over the last two years, the core unit of... And to me, it is more about Pinachovi, but Doran Pinachovi, because Doran also stuck around, right? Like, that core has been always in the top two for the last two years, which I think is kind of incredible. They didn't really have the ups and downs that I think uh, T1, for example, because T1 have been have looked incredible this year coming back in last year's spring. But then we had even, I think, with ending with them losing uh, last spring. And then at MSI, they were kind of up and down, even though they were able to do a better job than, than Gen G did. That's international, so I do think that's a little bit of a different equation. <laughs> But domestically, Gen G have been so incredibly consistent that I find it hard to imagine that they won't be able to to pull it off again. But if KT win, then like I I really do hope, and this is nothing against T one. If it would have been T one making through the winner, would have been fine. But can we not can we not get T one Gen G again yeah. and talk <laughs> talk like if it would have been T yeah. one, I would I would have wanted KT to win. Just so we get a new matchup, because it's been yeah. two years of this, and then we go to internationals, and then we have to look at it again. And True. it's never been it's never been BDD versus Trovi in a final. Like it's, it's it hasn't been that. That yeah. hasn't been the matchup. So this is T one is just the unfortunate victim because they lost against Genji. Otherwise, I would have wanted them. You know, to mm. yeah. to, to I just I I think it would be so cool. And and if we get T1 Genji, I'm sure it'll be great. And we'll be talking about Faker versus Chovy and the history between these two teams. <laughs> <laughs> and about how it is the ninth time that they meet this year. But this and is they the might... first time when it's Dejon. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And they might meet at Worlds as well. Yeah. Um, so hey, we've got two other series. I'm, I, it's fine. I, 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 I'm, I'm with Chronicle because as a color commentator, you know, I'm a little, little it's a bit tired at this point. You know, like, it's, it's like, Dig yeah. up the narrative. Yeah. I, like, just, I have like my, t yeah, I have my like uh, Gen G versus T1 playbook for notes. casters. I add like one more tally to the yeah, end yeah. of like, it's the ninth time they met this yeah. year. Like it said eight and I just like write one more line down. It's like, like, I've like got my story. Out. Out. It's like I'm imagining like, like the for Dummies for the book and it's got an abacus with nine beads that have moved over. <laughs> yeah. Another one. But I also feel like if we go if we go into this uh, this time, it'll be like as we always do for our finals. It's like almost a unanimous prediction. Like everyone's like, of course, Genji win this time. T1 had to go to the lower bracket, looked shaky, drafting was weak, Faker's not at full form, and then maybe T1 just upset, and we're like, oh, okay, I guess here we go. Like it yeah. just keeps happening. Here we go again. But yeah. but uh, I, best, I'm best I'm not. We, I think everything we're talking about right now for KT Genji, for example, is all theoretical. I think we're really going to have a much larger grasp on how that finals is going to look after watching the T1 KT series. Like, we'll have a lot more information, but... And... <sighs> yeah. I, I just... 
I don't yeah. want to huff the copium until T1 have just like taken it and won the final. Like yeah. I'm just not I'm not huffing it beforehand. Like cuz it's all intangibles and all this like non-quantifiable stuff and I'm like no. Done with that. Just quantify first place in the regular season KT should win. <laughs> That, that other of best here. of five yeah. is silly because Katie misread the thingy and I'm just trusting in whatever stuff but here I agree. said. You know? And, like, I just I just want to, like, just... I'm, I don't know. I couldn't compute the fact that they lost to, to T1 in that series. And I'm just ready to go tier list, you know? I guess, let me back I, to the tier list. I, I do think that, um, not unlike last year, that we'll have two very clear first seats or like a fir- number seat one and two. Uh, and then I actually think that free this time around, it doesn't, it, it will end up being whoever loses here. Like T1 or KT, 100% to me is the favorite when we get to the upper bracket of, oh, yeah. the, uh, of the qualifier, right? Because like obviously... You don't have to face Barrel. <laughs> not until... Yeah, so so basically, oh, well, the loser right away, the yeah. loser of this will face Hanwa and then stomp Hanwa. Yeah, that's basically what's gonna happen. Yeah. And Hanwa, I think we're all in agreement on that, yeah. right? Like I don't. Yeah. yeah, and then Hanwa is gonna play against, and I could see Hanwa be the fourth seed against uh, right? <laughs> No, <laughs> after beating DK, I mean that could happen. Guys, think that about could happen. no, but think about how you both DK and yeah. Hanwha Life Esports have looked. You do not, mm. and you, DRX obviously an were wanna, not trying. You want to know the real reason why I don't want to believe? You want to know, Max? Why? You want to know? Because of it's me? not about Barrel. No. It's about Croco. I know. <laughs> he didn't make it last year. <laughs> it's about Croco. It's, it's about, about Croco, man. Croco. It really is. I mean, everyone knows that it's not Wolf about knew. anyone else. I mean, it's about Croco, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to play oh, Zach no. and win my heart. So. <sighs> he did guy. play Zach and it looked yeah. cool. Now I'm part of the Croco fan club. Hey, I, I put default. the vote in. So OPG, OPGG player. He, went, he won it. He did win it. He did win it. He actually did win it. Um... <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think that obviously after last year, we get this so, like DRX's win is so annoying because we're going to have to do infinite caveats. Like, obviously a miracle run can, but I do think the fourth seed will be considerably worse than any three of these two te- uh, these three teams. It's like last year. It's happening all over again. Isn't, I mean, it, it, isn't it just beautiful? Honestly, though, last year, last year, we actually had, we had two exciting prospects. Like last year we had Liv Sandbox looking good with Prince. And then you had MKT, KT like yeah. on their way up and up, and then Fake like Klein Rascal, mm-hmm. yeah, Nikola, you know, decent, but just insta locking Zyra that no. like didn't didn't, age well didn't for even Prince lose. either. But at the end of the day, but like, <laughs> oh no, um, maybe he'll come back. Anyway, I feel like this this time we have like not good prospects. Like this time, like we're not really we're a little bit concerned about any of these teams going and representing our region. It's fine. They're going to be like the fourth seed of LPL is Weibo. Do you know what the best part is? Notoriously flippy. So if it ends up being like, I know it probably ends up being Hanma, right? Who wins Weibo or Hanma Life Esports? Do you know what the hilarious part is? We're talking about like two teams with three world champions on them and then one with Beryl. Yeah. (laughs) Like th- they're the teams that we're like, oh, don't know about sending them. No, to I don't. I don't yeah. trust. I don't trust Weibo. At, like I don't trust Weibo to win that series as as much as I don't trust Hama to win it. Maybe no one wins. What maybe it's the first draw? series. Well, maybe it's the first series that ends in a. Draw. <laughs> yeah, maybe know, we man. don't know, but it's actually a best of two format. I, yeah. What if they're changing? <laughs> it's best of four. What if one of the series at Worlds that Hama's playing in, if they make it there, is played in Dajon? And then it's Viper Dejan? does get to play it's in Dejan. Dejan. But they might actually... 
No, that's not right. No, it's not, it's not, it's not happening. Yeah, it's no, just not no. happening. Yeah. But maybe a last minute change of venue. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Viper. Because it's Dejon. Yeah. Uh, we're really it selling is, it. It, I, is, I'm, it is in fact Dejon. <laughs> I'm not really Five too... I'm not really too invested nine, nine. in the storylines of the, the gauntlet just yet because... There's just don't, two, just don't. That, like, just don't. That's the the, the most interesting way. thing to me is if, if D-plus is actually bold enough to actually change up the roster and do something cool. Yeah. I'm like, hopefully something or interesting happens. Or just play or, better. Like, imagine yeah. if those players actually yeah. played to the, form. The, their form. They've been trying know? to do that all, for, all of round two, Atlas. Yeah. I, 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 I kind of feel like they've been trying to do it all, all year. year. Yeah. That true. That true. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that one, Wolf. That uh, I want to see some changes. Our, our free seats will be great. We always need an on paper team that doesn't live up to the expectation at all. We need need one of them. Like I mean, KT is going to World, so it's going to be them this time, right? <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> they can be our 2015 LG. So, you know? so remember, remember how I keep mentioning Genji's domestics. It's because internationally, I don't trust this team at all. Mm. Um, and by don't trust them, I mean they make semis. Who do we t- trust the most internationally? Uh, Out of all of our teams, T1. T1? Is it I trust T1? T1 up until finals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's yeah. actually kind of the answer. That's actually that's actually probably what's yeah. gonna. Basically, what I what I really want is to have two teams that are really strong, so T1 can make it to finals and lose to a With... Korean team. To Keen team, Keen Kore- team, Korean could team. be yeah. could be Keen team, Doesn't could be Gen G. You know, mm. like yeah, we'll basically, or KT chokes in the finals. So, you yeah. know, we'll, basically, we'll take T1 knocks out JDG along the way. Like that's the way that it's supposed to go. If you ask me, like. Between, maybe KT, depending, like if they end up winning the split, like then I could maybe put my faith in them. But if you ask me, between these three teams right now, who do you think has the highest chance of taking out JDG, who I think should be the clear favorite? Um, I actually think it's T1. <laughs> it's good day T1. <laughs> I personally an, think an, it's no team on an uh, international. No, we're talking. We're talking. We're talking high. Chance? No, we're talking uh, highest odds. Yeah. I'm saying against DRX. what will be the. <laughs> <laughs> It's Barrel, oh. obviously. It's, it's Barrel! <laughs> I think the real I star of the team is Pierre Shake. Like, I think right Team there. Liquid's winning Worlds. Oh, God. <laughs> he was the actual Summon and the gang! Like, the whole time! And they're locked, actually, so... Uh, yeah, for at least the uh, fourth place. What yeah. about so, so they're Juhan. gonna be there. What if, actually, it's not about Krakow? What if it's about Juhan? <laughs> because Juhan was actually... But he was there... He's now there supporting Krakow. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't make like I don't want to believe in a team of Croco making it to Worlds. Okay, if it'll happen, I'll be very happy. Maybe it was Coach Song the whole time. Yeah, maybe so it's TL's actually. Uh, fl- maybe. <laughs> oh. What? But what? No. Didn't did Song get picked up by FlyQuest? Yeah, but they're ninth. They didn't even make playoffs. Well, in the maybe LCS. all the other LCS. No, but maybe he just, just comes to go. he comes back to Korea to spend time with his family, <laughs> and he has friends left on DRX, right? So he's yeah. hanging out with Micro. What if, what if so they loan Coach him? Song's actually there hanging out because his his contract's ended now because yeah. the season's Might over. Might be able to loan a coach. Yeah, maybe, if right. It's not ended, no, you know? he's not actually there coaching. He's just there hanging out. You know, yeah, they're just yeah. like if they want his involved. They could also call up famous support player Pleta to actually play <gasps> AD Carry instead of Paduk. Wait, you can also just call up. We <laughs> also just call up, call up Doc Dom, who's really good, and call up Pleta, and then that would make Beryl too much sense. That's not going to happen. Hmm. Oh my God! Imagine it's game five, and then out of nowhere, you know, we've had Croco win a game, we've had Juwon win a game, and then you know, it's game five. They bring in the sponge. <laughs> 
and then he sponges oh, no, all. They do the double, the double, and the frog and sponge both frog come in. Frog and sponge. Oh my god. Frog and sponge. Some of the best names ever. But I think we've started to spiral completely out of control. No. Um, just <laughs> just thought, a little bit. Final thought though, like, is this the hardest finals to? predict like is this the most divided we've ever been since mal and i, I joined so. I, th- yeah, I think so too because it was a year of dom on dominance mm. then it was uh very clearly t1 into very clearly gen g mm-hmm. and then this play uh, or in spring obviously we got it wrong but the general like it was like the kt series right like that was just a really cool upset yeah it, it wasn't that we actually disagreed about who was going to win which is so cool Love yeah, that. I actually think that it's, it's Dejon. It's, it's Dejon, you know? It's just it's 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 incredibly close. And I honestly think that there's like there's arguments for absolutely every outcome yeah. that's possible. Love that. Um That's so cool. It's Dejon, it's a world of possibility. You know. Five goose. Well, City and of even 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 then they I think they've yeah, actually got more goose than that. You know, this is the thing. They, I think that they they they're hiding some goose like Last I heard, I heard a I saw a forum post said they had nine. Uh, see, oh. look at this. <laughs> um, just so you guys know, these are like districts. Um, we like should in, we should in have a, a city. So. We should have a it's stage on counter. <laughs> <laughs> Ian, get on that. He won't get on that. He might. I he don't was. know. I never it's know. Barrel co- no, not an it's barrel counter, please. I mean, we know Barrel's <laughs> going to Worlds, um, so I guess that uh, if that's if that's if Barrel going to Worlds is the price I have to pay for Croco going to Worlds, I'm willing yeah. to pay. Do you it. know what the the, the thing the is price. that's absolutely true? Barrel is definitely going to Worlds until he can't go to Worlds anymore. Max has that's ingested too much by. beryllium. <laughs> <laughs> he will be in Korea. At probably. least it's inert, so I'm, I'm going to be okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, that will do it for us uh, for this episode of The Pog State. I hope you made some sense out of us not being able to make very much sense minutes. out of the final and the last 10 minutes. Maybe Ian can <laughs> cut it down into something that makes sense, but I wouldn't he want him to does. put himself through that because that's just cruel. But thank you so much for watching. Hope you enjoy the finals. And we'll see you again before the end of the year. It's Goodbye. Dejan. It, it's, it's Dejan. Or it's Beryl. Dejan. We don't know. Bye-bye. It's Dejan. It's Beryl. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs>